You're listening to episode 39 of The Urban Yogi, featuring Nadine Artemis. I'm your host, Will Blunderfield. I'm a psych major, a kundalini yoga teacher, spin instructor, recording artist, and a mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher. Join me in this free-flowing conversation, exploring what it means to live with balance in the 21st century. In this episode, I speak with the fabulous and the talented and the gorgeous Nadine Artemis. She explains how to stop tooth decay and heal your gums naturally. Nadine is the author of Holistic Dental Care, The Complete Guide to Healthy Teeth and Gums, as well as her new book, Renegade Beauty, both available on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. She is the creator of Living Libations. You can check that out at livinglibations.com, an exquisite line of serums, elixirs, and essential oils for those seeking the purest of the pure botanical health and beauty products on the planet. Her potent dental serums are used worldwide and provide the purest oral care available. Hope you enjoy my interview with Nadine Artemis. So I have your amazing book, Nadine. This oh. is a lifesaver. I should say it's a gum saver in my case. <laughs> um, the dentist said I was going to have to have, you know, over $5,000 of gum grafting because I had mm. some gum recession. And um, my friend Casta told me about you and your book. I started following the eight-step procedure and six months later, my gums are almost back to complete normality. Oh, that's so, so great. Thank yeah. you. That's great. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, I think the first time I heard you speak was on um, the Rewilding podcast. Mm. Yeah. You spoke about your wonderful line of things that make your armpits smell good. Yeah. Poetic pits, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't realize that you had this book on holistic dental care. So I wanted to ask you some questions on that. Sure. Um, what is really in uh, mainstream toothpaste and mouthwash? And is it true that there's plastic in toothpaste and like things like Crest and Colgate? On the plastic one, that sounds like actually re- unreasonably reasonable. Um, because even with even skincare, there's polymers and stuff that are used. It's been a while since I've read a, a label, so I'd have to check on that exact ingredient, but it it's, doesn't sound far off. But definitely from what I do know, um, we have things like um, sodium lauryl sulfate, yes. uh, which, you know, is also known to harm the gums. There are things like triclosan, and triclosan is like a type of antibiotic that... Um, disrupts aquatic ecosystems and we are an aquatic ecosystem interestingly too it was banned last year in hand sanitizers wow yet not from toothpaste yet interesting yes and yeah and then if you've got the other ingredients or the sodium lauryl sulfate or like the the some of the uh chalks used are a bit abrasive and the silicone so there's all that Yes. Um, but that all makes the gums a little bit more uh, susceptible to bleeding um, mm. because they're just so rough isn't probably the best scientific word, but it does make them more permeable, like more. There's only one cell thick, the epithelium in the mouth, all our tissue in the mouth is only one cell thick anyways. Mm. And so it does make the, the gums more vulnerable. And if you've got bleeding gums, then all of that's going even faster into the bloodstream. Right. So it's maybe not the best idea. No. 
it's funny, you know, my parents are really in, into health yet. It's, and even I have a lot of friends who are into holistic health yet. Dentistry still seems to be that last frontier. In yes. Health. Yeah. And that's actually why I wrote the book. Cause I found even in my um, beginnings of understanding, oh, there's a whole other world for health. So I was about 18 at the time and I really understood the food structure. And then I started looking at my cosmetics and all that kind of stuff. From that moment forward, I decided never to eat um, processed food again. I always ate organic. Um, so sort of that whole journey of like getting to understand the body. And then like through my reading and research in those days, I found there was so much that like I could look at for oh, like here's another way to deal with a headache or if somebody had eczema or, you know, all those sort of daily issues that come up. Nothing, no, not major disease, but just like, you know, subtle things. Yeah. So I got all that, but what I wasn't seeing was anything to do with taking care of the teeth holistically. All I could really find were like books that were like, just obviously it's an important book, like talking about things like mercury. Yeah. Um, but there was a real lack in those days. So I really had to like piece together information, but it was really through that gap that there wasn't a book out there. And I really wanted to go into, um, you know, that daily care of our teeth from yeah. literally a non-dentist perspective. Like literally I have teeth. I want to know how to take care of them. We yeah. all have teeth and we need to like, that was to me, that seemed like an even more of a major area where the citizens were just sort of giving up their knowledge to the yeah. dentist, I feel like all the other body issues we had a lot more information on, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. dentistry didn't. And so that's why I eventually wrote my book um, through my own journey of really figuring out like, how can I take care of my teeth every day? So it's not just this like opening my mouth once hour. a year <laughs> yeah, and having like, you know, chemicals put in. Yeah. And just all this like, well, you got this and that. And it's like, well, what do I do besides brushing? Because I don't, think right. it's all about the brushing and certainly you know the I knew there would be something we got to do differently with our teeth and buying so I sort of replaced everything that I was using in my body I was using thank uh, health for doing that Nadine. oh thanks but I also <laughs> sometimes needed to I feel get... like am I crazy for caring about these things yeah. you know there's actually other people on the planet who do care and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. people are we're waking up we're waking up yeah it's exciting um Tell me about the plastic. Are there micro beads? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so are those in toothpaste here? now? I believe so. In some in some toothpaste that are extra scrubbing. Yeah. Oh and my then, gosh. You know what? You're right. And in the kids' ones, I think they yeah. make them like rainbows kind of or blue nice colors and stuff. Sparkles. And then on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, some dentists will say, "Well, you know, all those natural people using." Um, you know, baking soda, that's dangerous too, because it's so abrasive. So what would you say about, you know, a baking soda based toothpaste? Yeah, that, that I find interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Baking soda, actually there is a, there's an abrasive index for mm-hmm. things that are used in dental care. And um, I forget the little initial, I feel like it's the RDA rating, but don't quote me right now. But anyway, Oh, I wish I had, I have the full answer because I get asked so much, but it's like Send on the me, scale, let's say like a, there was like a, t- a toothpaste, there's even, is it a doctor? Yeah, let's put it in the show notes, but there's like even like a doctor, I mean, a Tom, Tom's of Maine toothpaste for sensitive teeth yeah. that comes in at like a 65 or like. And that's got baking soda? Maybe, but the, my point is okay. baking soda is like around a six or a seven. 
Oh, okay. Right? And so, like, a normal crest and all those are, like, you know, well Higher? above 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. So baking soda is so low on the scale. Compared to what's on the market commercial. Yes, and what we're all using oh. daily. And I don't know what dentist that is, but I have heard some dentists aren't into it. But then there's a whole range of very knowledgeable, holistic, biological dentists that really... Mm-hmm. Have yeah. got their game going on, and they're all about the baking soda. Awesome. Baking soda not only is it good for that gentle scrub; it's amazing for alkalinizing the mouth, mm. which we and remineralizing. Yeah, we need that sea of alkalinity so that the saliva can do its job, right? Yeah. Of remineralizing right. the teeth and protecting it. So a lot of my approach to things is understanding it, so that also we can step back and kind of get out of the way, right? Because a lot of what we're doing to our bodies. Or is not good for the short term or the long term. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. What What does um, fluoride do to our teeth and bodies? Um, where can skeptics Where can skeptics find reputable resources to confirm? You know, the whole idea that fluoride maybe makes your teeth a little brittle in the long run. Yeah, there is a lot of issues with fluoride. It can model the teeth. Um, and it can, it can make, so what it does is it makes skin and cells stiff and bones brittle, mm. the exact opposite of what you want. It actually really, besides that it's a toxin, it actually really challenges the, um, the body's enzymes and metabolic system in a way that's just like not good. I have sources referenced in the book. Um, okay. I believe there's even a fluoride action network and they have all the studies that show like it can, um, you know what I'll do as we talk, I have, uh, my new book, (laughs) Renegade Beauty and there's a whole dental chapter with new stuff. So I think you'll like it. And, um, I just like prime. (laughs) Amazon prime. (laughs) Um, let me find that chapter because I actually wrote a really good little bit on fluoride and we may as well. Just get it right. So if you want to ask a question while I look, that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, dentists. Oh, yeah. Uh, charcoal. What do you think about charcoal toothpaste? Charcoal toothpaste is great. And of course, I'm biased because we make a charcoal toothpaste. Nice, yeah. um, but it is really good because it does help to you know deal with some of the, uh, the compounds in the mouth that contribute to bad breath and it helps to detox. It's really fun if you do any oil pulling. You can add mm. a pinch of charcoal in there as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, it does make the teeth black, but it, it really, for a moment, and then it really actually helps with whiteness. Nice. So that's, that's always awesome. fun. Awesome. Uh, and as you're looking, can you just talk about the microbiome and how it yes. impacts our dental health? Yeah. So the microbiome is such a huge area of, of study in the past two decades. So obviously there's a lot of focus on the guts at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the guts are fully connected to the mouth. Um, but what we, so it's so good because what we're really understanding through this study of the microbiome and how much we need the friendly bacteria in our mouths and let them deal with the pathogens. Whereas really since the forties, there's been this like Hating on of yeah, germ warfare <laughs> sort of theory, right? Just kill it all, and so we've yeah. got these alcohol mouthwashes that um, may have antibiotics in them. Sometimes, if you get a prescription mm-hmm. with this alcohol, and you can just Google a stat, the study that shows that um, alcohol mouthwashes are responsible or correlated or linked to thirty-six thousand cases of oral cancer a year, mm-hmm. and so we've got it. You know, it's like those kind of studies signal. What are we doing to the ecological system, to the whole oral ecosystem in our mouths? And 
through our dental practices of root canals, um, mercury fillings, through our daily care of using sodium lauryl sulfate or triclosan, through swishing with like char- um, chlorine, fluoride infused water, all of these things right. are actually depleting the diversity and the bounty of the good bacteria in our mouths. Right. And, and he, so we're stripping yeah. it through this carpet bombing and yes. that is just setting up, you know, so many things to go. I was listening to you. I can't remember what podcast and you were talking about bacterial buddies and how yes. the good bacteria need their bacterial buddies to be effective. Can yes. Just speak on that for a moment. Yeah. So let's say there's an example of something like um, strep strep. It's in everybody's mouths. The bacteria and uh, generally speaking, but so for some people it's going to flare up and be an issue. It can cause cavities. So we've all got it. So what makes it, so how come somebody's getting a cavity from it and somebody isn't? And that's through the research that's showing that, that like a virus like, um, or bacteria like strep has lost its ancestral bacteria buddies that help keep it in check. So mm-hmm. even things like H. pylori, which we're finding in a lot of people's guts, it's mm-hmm. um, an issue now because it's, missed the, it's missing the other species that help kind of keep it in check. And when it was in check with the other species, it wasn't creating as much havoc. And so right. that's what we have to understand about um, what I like to call, I like to call stop, seal, and seed. So that's what you mm-hmm. can think about when you're trying to restore the microbiome. So first stop the chlorine water, the, the triclosan, mm. all that. Brushing really hard, um, mercury fillings, that kind of thing. And then s- seal. So that's when you're working to re- heal and seal the gums. So if you've got bleeding gums, you want to take care of that. Um, you know, we're working with botanicals to reseal, changing the toothpaste, yeah. changing the way you're brushing your teeth. And I found your recommendation. Yeah. yeah. And s- yeah. sea salt, as you said. Sea salt that's is really great helps too. me. Yeah. Yes. That's with like the number one oil. step. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like, I, I'm so glad Casta told me about you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and I then saved this, a lot of money. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. And, and, and the gum grafting is kind of a band-aid solution. Right. Because, That's what my intuition was telling me. Yeah. Because often people five years after this, five, 10 years down the road have the receding gum in the same area because yeah. what got you to the place hasn't been rectified. Right. The root just, cause it, hasn't been rectified. Exactly. And then, you know, then you've just, you've invested time and money. And discomfort. And, and then and I'm hearing they're actually years. using cadaver gums. Like you can either get yes. it scraped off the roof of your mouth or a cadaver. And that's for the bone replacement too. And that actually is quite, quite an issue from what I understand from Dr. Hal Huggins, who is a, was a maverick dentist that in 1963 started educating us about mercury right. and he has a hell hug he's he died a couple of years ago but his institute remains and it's a great right. place that i they're like oh you're in a dean that's why yeah that's like so many people call them from me so right. it was funny meeting them but i got to interview and talk to dr hell huggins and he's very serious awesome. about those so obviously there's a process to um sterilize the bones and gum tissue from these cadavers, but it, it's not complete. And so what we're seeing is that people then get these very foreign viruses into their mm. bodies and it really depletes the uh, immune system mm-hmm. when they're introduced. And often, you know, they're introduced where there's already an autoimmune issue yeah. because a root canal yeah. 
you know, can, can be the cause of, of an autoimmune. Yeah. And, and I'm noticing psychologically, Nadine, like, I, I think some listeners might be listening to this, and they might get your book and see your eight step process and be like mm-hmm. how I was initially was, oh, it's just so much work. I'm just going to watch Netflix. I'd rather just sit and watch Netflix. At you can watch spend. Netflix and brush your teeth with eight steps. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, but what I'm learning, what I'm realizing is if I force myself to just start the eight steps by the sixth step, my whole psychology has changed. Mm. I feel so clean. I feel relaxed. Um, I feel ready for bed. It's interesting how having a clean mouth impacts your psychology. It does. And especially when you get to use essential oils and you make it like put a little essential oil on your, on your floss and it just makes it so fun. It it does. It does bring a lot of freshness to something that we've habitually been doing for, you know, 20, 30, 50. I sound like a dork, but it's true. I like actually look forward to it now. Oh, that's great. Well, no, you got to find the way in and the way that it can spark uh, motivation for you. Right. Important. That's why yeah. I say to people, brush your teeth outside, sit down, shake it up because you've like just that. been standing there and like <laughs> I made a little video on YouTube um, about your eight step process and oh, I was sweet. kind of joking, you can bring your bros down to the beach and brush each other's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massage good. each other's gums. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, did you get the fluoride? Um, oh yeah, let me um, where did that go? We talk about the silver fillings. Oh yeah, it's right. Oh, here it is. It's even got a subheader. Okay. If you suffer from cavities, then fluoride toothpaste toothpaste and treatments might be right for you. Possible side effects may include bleeding gums, skeletal fluorosis, sclerosis, dementia diagnosis, pitted and crumbled teeth, impaired myelin sheath, acne, arthritis, gingivitis, bone crippling disease, joint pain in your knees, thyroid disease, hip fractures, hyperactivity, damaged sperm motility, increased infertility, disrupted collagen synthesis, gastritis, suppressed immune system, impaired glucose metabolism, skin rashes, damaged bone formation, cell mutation, nausea, tooth nausea, tooth discoloration, frequent urination, poisoning, DNA alteration, and reduced IQ. Go ahead and ask your dentist if fluoride is right for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that and if list... you ask them and you question it, they get a little perturbed, I found. Yes, they probably. They don't, like to, they don't like to be asked questions about that. No. And you know what? Then you got to go to another dentist. Yeah. And seriously, if your dentist is still doing that, you got to go to another dentist. Yeah. And all those yeah. things I read out are literally the list of side effects. There's even more. Wow. I know I rhymed them and had fun, but they're literally good. all from studies of the effect on fluoride. Yeah. And I'll just read this a little bit more because there's a, although we've been told and sold on fluoride in tap water and in dental products to strengthen bones, it actually makes bones brittle and stiffen skin by impeding collagen production. Contrary to marketing madness, tooth decay is not caused by fluoride deficiency. The United States EPA has fluoride on its substantial evidence of neurotoxicity list Fluoride appears to interfere with critical bodily chemistry, damaging gums, disrupting collagen production, and reducing enzyme activity. Fluoride accumulates in the body, especially in the pineal gland, lowers IQ, forms deposits in the brain related to Alzheimer's, promotes early onset of puberty, and the list goes on and on. Wow. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of sad and, and kind of funny. I joke. My mother <laughs> used to put lots of drops of fluoride in our orange juice, me and my brothers, when we were younger. 
thinking it would help our teeth. Of course. And I didn't have a cavity up until a year ago, and I'll tell you about that. Okay. But um, I always joke that my teeth are really nice. You know, they, they didn't have any cavities, but my intuition is fucked. <laughs> 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 so I've been doing a lot of kundalini yoga and having yeah. spirulina. And also the supplements that you recommend in the book, like uh, vitamin or L-glutathione, mm-hmm. uh, coenzyme Q10. It's very good for gums. Yeah, uh, N-acetylcysteine, mm-hmm. uh, vitamin D3 and K2. Yeah, that's a good the good brand too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Yay. Hey guys, find um, it's, there's, it's nothing is inside except for uh, coconut oils. They don't coconut have Coconut oil, I noticed yeah. that, which is good. And then uh, yes. alpha lipoic acids. Yep. So I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling so energized. These, I've been taking these for about six months. Nice. And I've, it's, it seems to really give me a boost in energy as well. Um, I had a little cavity on one side for the mm-hmm. first time in my life. And my dentist said, oh, interesting. Your body has healed this, mm-hmm. but you have one that's a little bigger. We're going to have to fill it. And I said, oh, geez, could you give me a few months and see if I can just at least halt it? Yeah. And he said, okay, <laughs> but next time you come in, I'm quite sure I'm going to have to drill you. And I'm, oh, dear. Mm-hmm. So I... You know, I'm at this place where I'm switching dentists. I'm going to go to a place that doesn't use fluoride. Yeah. But right. I really do believe that I can heal this one as well. If my body could heal the one on this side. Yeah, and I you would... probably didn't even know you were healing it. So it is, yes. yeah. So what happens is, and what I, I felt like, did you know that growing up? No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's. Common knowledge. It, it is common knowledge and it isn't, you know what I mean? But it's not right. like some weird mystery from ancient Egypt, like literally teeth can heal. <laughs> and so what happens is um, the you could still maybe have a brown spot that can fade, but it's, that's the tooth, it's re-solidified and it's no more, it's not spongy anymore and it's not like mm-hmm. an active cavity. And that actually that tooth in that brown spot actually becomes even stronger and what do you and, recommend to help it go from the slightly spongy to, to the remineralized? Keep doing well, the process? Yeah, just the process and then dietary because really, I mean, we could even talk about how cavities form. So well, generally- I, I have to tell yeah. you one thing because this is the whole story. So yes. oh, yeah. perfect dental health. My yeah. dentist is always, wow, your gums are amazing. Your teeth are amazing. Then I, I have a certain, I'm exposed to a certain potential syphilis exposure. And oh. in Canada, the protocol is to get three shots of penicillin. Oh, so after the third shot, I started to get severe tooth pain, mm. severe tooth pain. And it just so happened that I was booked for the dentist a week later. And I thought, oh, geez. Oh. So my theory is that this intense dose of penicillin may or may not have thrown off my microbiome totally yeah. and had some sort of impact. I don't know if that's true, but I want to run that by you. It that could be connected. I know that definitely, you know, a round of antibiotics, as essential as they are sometimes, can also really disturb things. And then everybody's going to be different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you give somebody else three shots, but it's a different constitution, and you know what I mean. So it's gonna it's yeah. gonna manifest in different ways. I just found it interesting. My gum health and my dental health have been so good my whole yeah. life until thirty three, and then that three doses and boom, it's just yeah. interesting. Yeah, and on the yeah. last shot, that's when the tooth pain came. So oh. it was just interesting. Well, there's some there's some some um, antibiotics are quite devastating for the teeth. The Cipro family, oh. literally, teeth are crumbling. Wow. Like and people and or they get um, gray, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. triclosan. People that experience maybe taking it in their youth, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of gray, glassy teeth. Mm-hmm. So there's a full connection there um, that. 
I just, I don't, I haven't heard with, but it doesn't mean like the effects are always going to be, it's not always going to end up in like crumbling teeth, but you right, know, right. it's all connected. Right. Okay. So going back to the getting uh, the spongy cavity back to a hard yeah. situation. So it's really important to understand how a cavity forms because we don't fully know that story because we've, since the forties, the general thesis that, um, you know, the American dental society, I can forget their proper names, but you know, they're like, okay, they literally decided that it's going to be the acidogenic theory, which, you know, it's not like that. It kind of makes sense. Like acids and sugar on the teeth cause cavities. Mm. At that time, there were some people that were thinking it was a little more systemic, but that just didn't, you know, rise up. So, but now we have a a clear understanding. And so I was really fascinated by the work of Dr. Hal Huggins. And so I read his books and then I found that he'd written this one on, um, I said, why it was funny. He always had a sense of humor. It's called why raise ugly kids, I think. (laughs) And there's a chapter on dental and he just talks about how he met Dr. Ralph Steinem and his whole dental knowledge just like said, got washed away like a sandcastle on a beach because Dr. Steinem had said, there is a lymphatic system in the teeth. And that's that's not Rudolf Steiner. No, no, Dr. Steinman, Steinman. Ralph Steinman, okay. Steinman, Stein, yeah, I'm saying okay. it too many times. In the 50s, he was a dentist and he would okay. get severe allergies every summer. He couldn't practice dentistry. So somehow he learned about like not eating like white, white food and sugar and white bread and that mm-hmm. dairy. And then he was like, and his allergies cleared up and he's like, okay, diet is totally related. And so he, very long story short, he stopped practicing dentistry and went to dentistry research at Loma Linda University because he was mm-hmm. sure there was a connection because he had also read books from the 1800s that really talked about the digestive tract being connected to the teeth, which kind of makes a lot of sense right. as we're eating. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> to, to, so to prove that, he was able to um, use x-ray dye to track the digestive and the dentineal lymph flow. And so what was found, long story short, is that we chew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we chew foods that secretes um, enzymes and hormonal releases from the hypothalamus because it always goes back to the hypothalamus, which releases yes. chemical messengers, which um, activates this dentineal dem- dentineal lymph system which uh travels it was first it's like blood so the the nutrients are in your blood and then they go up into your teeth like trees are drawing up nutrients from their roots our teeth roots are drawing up the nutrients drawing up the blood supply and then it gets into the pulp chamber which is the core of the tooth which is what you have removed if you've had a root canal that whole pulp chamber is taken out in the pulp chamber that's where the magic happens and the blood goes through this through the odontoblast and gets pumped up but in that transition it becomes a clear lymphatic fluid mm-hmm. and then we squirt this it's again it's all micro you know happening but we squirt out like microscopic droplets of sweat onto the surface of our teeth and this mm-hmm. coalesces with the saliva and then if mm-hmm. there's a tooth that's um you know like your one in the back there the saliva and that stuff will go there a little bit more and try to repair the wound so that's all happening mm-hmm on this biological level. Now, if we're stressed, if we have um, different chemical exposure or our hormones are out of whack or we're just eating a standard diet of sugar and all that kind of stuff, then what happens is 
the teeth instead of this centrigo, cent, um, centrigo, centrigo. yeah thanks couldn't see it today this <laughs> no beautiful spiralizing force what yes. you know bringing up the stuff into the tooth the tooth becomes either stagnant so that that flow stops or if it's getting worse it reverses so oh, then the tooth gosh. becomes like a straw yeah. sucking uh, yeah. in i remember reading that in the, the book and, yeah yeah and that's how a cavity is formed right because uh, the, the whole tooth structure itself is weakened and it's almost reversed what it's meant to do when it's thriving yeah it's supposed to be this outward energy right and squirting right. into and that's mouth. interesting because even like living organisms we learn this in like kundalini yoga yeah it's like the energy we bring the energy up the spine out the crown then out like a taurus yeah certain yeah, yeah. yeah and out like a taurus and then down back down so i think like you'll appreciate my toroidal tooth image oh <laughs> <laughs> it's totally a toroid a kundalini tooth <laughs> yep there we have that's my oh it's getting oh, very right. so there we light. go oh beautiful yeah there we go that's a, that's so it i love that that's so it um, yes toroidal toroidal uh, yeah, I was going to ask you if you could that. explain the lymph system that's in all our teeth, and that's pretty much Yeah, that. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Perfect. And pattern. that's how you can see how it's all connected. So yeah, if you're yeah. taking the antibiotics or whatever, like, right? Mm -hmm. So what he also off. discovered, though, what, what would help the, the body, and that's what's interesting, because then you've got like Dr. Ralph Steinem's work, and then the work mm -hmm. of um, like Dr. Weston Price and yeah. Dr. Melvin Page, all separate mm -hmm. and a little bit separate times, well, totally mm -hmm. separate times. And then, but they're kind of coming, seeing same conclusions, but through way different methodologies. So from Dr. Right. Weston Price, we're learning we need vitamin D2 and K, sorry, D3 and K2, because those two vitamins are fat soluble. And then they usher the minerals that we're eating into the bones. If we mm -hmm. don't have K2 and D3, then those minerals kind of just stay in the blood system and we want mm -hmm. them going into the bones. So there's that chemical messenger. And he right. was also big on, um, you know, minerals and that kind of thing. And also even in that time in the thirties, you had the Malembes, Malem so hopefully I'm saying it right. It was like a doctor couple or husband mm. and wife team. And they were totally doing all this research with vitamin D stopping and reversing cavities in children. So they gave them all the same diet. And then through Dr. Weston Price's work, we're also seeing like that grains have phytic acid and that those can are like negative nutrients. So they're like anti-nutrients. Right. So right. that's like in all nuts and grains and lentils. And that's why it's important to soak or not even eat some of those food groups. Um, yeah. So there's and that. In terms and, of supplementation, I think some listeners, you know, my mom was kind of saying, well, well, why do we need to supplement if you just have a really healthy diet? And my argument I, is that yeah. our ancestors had way better soils yeah we're being depleted you know and 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 also our ancestors probably didn't eat tons of pasta you know yeah. so cut yeah, out the pasta. yeah and we're not getting sunshine now and that's there a we huge go. issue right so yeah. if you as a mother like bring pregnant aren't getting enough vitamin d then you know your child that's how juvenile one reason juvenile diabetes is created through the mother's lack of vitamin d but we've got all that you know, it's vitamin D is so essential for bone growth and it's mm. created from the sun. Yes. yes. And that's really, you know, there is vitamin D supplements as you and I know, and we, and we take them and cause we go, we live in Canada too, but it's a different, yeah. it's, it's the, the sun is creating a water soluble vitamin D that then creates really good cholesterol sulfate. And mm -hmm. that's that there's that special alchemy that is really about the union of your skin and the sun Yeah, and your skin needs the sun. 
and you want to do it wisely and you don't want to burn and all that sort of stuff. But we, we were designed to be alive with sunshine. Yes. I just got back from Bali. I was teaching a yoga retreat and just right to have on. the sun. It was so refreshing. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized there's a hole in the ozone layer right above Bali. So I was in there for like 10 um, minutes and I got a bit of a burn. So put on that zinc. I, yes. I actually, um, <laughs> I put like essential oil and zinc on nice. you know, as a sunscreen. Yeah. And I find that yeah. really good. Yeah. So zinc deflects the rays. Mm. So that's what's good. Um, sunscreens split a UVA and UVB. And so that's where the harm comes in because you're just getting the UVA, which is, can be skin damaging. And then you're not getting the juicy vitamin D, which comes from the UVB. I so, see. yeah. So do use the sun when you need to block, but then otherwise you want to build up a base tan too. You then, then you have your sunscreen? own sunblock. We do. We have um, a oh, beautiful... Sweet. Uh, product called everybody loves the sunshine which is nice. all with plant oils and pigments and that's like um that harmonizes your skin with the sun so you can stay out a bit longer and get a good tan but it has nice. no block okay you know so it's not going to take you through but if you really need to block you're surfing for six hours in the ocean then we have everybody loves the sunshine with zinc oh perfect yeah oh, you thought of everything <laughs> yes. and they do, do, you, do you guys have like i'm looking for like a foundation for when i perform uh, you know, cause I'm a singer. So yeah. sometimes I like to do a little, and I can't find anything that's completely natural. Yeah. Um, we don't do, we have, we make some co- colors with natural pigments and micas. Okay. Um, like we have this blushing balm and that kind of stuff, but we don't yes. make no foundations. Um, no. And, and I never will hmm. because there we go. I like getting everybody's <laughs> skin, you know, as juicy as they can without well, I it. I want to say, cause you're, but I know if you're performing, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I never wear any foundation. So you don't put anything under your eyes? No, even when I'm on TV, I'll do a bit of um, a mineral mica under my eyes so it reflects. So like okay. a white, you know, mica powder. And we make ones called Moon Swoon. So I'll put a little there so I can. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's well, working now. But it getting a little. Great. So you're working with the light and reflecting. Nice. And then I will wear, I'll wear our blushing balm and stuff. And then I, I mascara and eyeliner, which I hope that it's been on my list to make for a while. So I hope that within the next two years, I'll have that. That'd be amazing. Because even I, there's a lot of great, good green beauty right now, but I, when I still not perfect, you know, like yes. I can do, I can get it better. I think. So I oh, want to do you're, that. You're doing but with awesome. The, but with foundation, <laughs> I'm like so into people's skin breathing Yeah. that I probably well, won't go there. Thing. Cause when I put it on, like I, I did a, a music video recently and I put it on and there's such an energetic difference. Like I do feel like mm-hmm. a bit of a suffocation kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But there are, there, I'm sure you can get pretty clean, like at least go to the, the green beauty brands. Right. You know, okay, cool. Now your store, is there, for some reason I thought it was an American stores. Is that we have, uh, yeah, we are, we're online. That's our main right. thing. But yeah, a few right. years ago, we opened a store in Venice Beach in California. Oh, okay, cool. But Canadians, we can easily order your products and there's not going to be. Oh, yeah. They- we're from Ontario. We're, we make Perfect. them in Canada. So the For Canadian- some reason, I was holding back because I was like, oh, gosh, they're American. But you're Canadian. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> your company I company is in Canada. I don't know why. We're all Canada. That. Yeah. Just okay, great. Canada made born <laughs> everything. Perfect. Yes. Oh, but we do. Exciting. I mean. Uh, but even when I was 22 and I had my store in Toronto, I mean, even at that time, we had so many clients from California. Nice. So we just have a nice resonance with that beautiful yeah. state. Totally. Totally. I guess that's why I thought you guys were, you were based there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess what we're, we're, what you're saying to stop tooth to decay is to keep having the good daily habits. 
Yeah, and we do. It's it's the habits, but most of it really is coming from your internal landscape. So through diet, really, truly is 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 the main thing. And then, what, then you want to transition to what you're doing for your teeth. So you're caring for your microbiome, which mm-hmm. is just so key. And and you don't want to disrupt that and keep things alkaline and. Yeah. Is and and it's I'm grateful that the pain has gone away. Yes. And I take I look every night and I see it. It hasn't gotten bigger. Great. Um so you know, I'm monitoring it. Yep. I guess in your books, what would you say? Like keep monitoring if it's sort of a medium. Yeah, size. keep your eye on it. And then um mm-hmm. do you are you using any of our dental serums? Well now I will be knowing that. Yeah, I just is. say like just because <laughs> The steps are all good. And I love empowering people to just like ditch it all. And like sea salt, baking soda will take you a thousand times ahead in your oral care than Mm -hmm. using things from the drugstore. Um, But then we can layer to that and we can do things like swishing with probiotics. Oil pulling is amazing. And the swishing with, is that in your store? Is that something? This, we, we make swishing serums uh, is what we call them, but you can literally take a teaspoon of coconut oil or olive oil and swish it in your mouth for 15 minutes to that. Would you take a probiotic pill and mix yeah. it with the coconut oil? So you oil? can just do the oil. And then if you want to upgrade it, you can add a capsule of a probiotic, a drop of like a peppermint essential oil, a pinch of charcoal, a pinch of baking soda, whatever Whoa, you want. next level. Yeah. And then swish, swish, it. swish. And okay. I, we do have, so I have my holistic dental care book and we have Renegade Beauty, which has like new uh, dental information in it too. Nice. So there's that, but also on our website, we have articles on oil pulling, um, 10 questions to ask a prospective dentist so that you can, nice. even if they say they're holistic, you want to keep, keep going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of, and how to tan. We have an article on that on our website. I also have a whole awesome. book on sunshine and skin in a whole book, a whole chapter on it in, in the book. And so, it's livinglibations.com. Yeah. Livinglibations.com. Perfect. So we may, and then with all that, um, we make some dental serums. And so like the Yogi Two serum perfect for you. I love it. <laughs> um, I would apply that just twice a day to that area. Okay. And then like you can the even take a little and just massage your whole gums. Yeah. Just uh, put awesome. a screw on there. We also have a, this gentle syringe. It's like, I was going to ask you yeah, and so you could, Amazon and I couldn't find it. Yeah. They're really hard to find. That's why yeah. we carry them. And mm. so you could just syringe that area as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And Fantastic. then just keep going. I love empowering myself and others to take charge of our bodies and be able to love them and nurture them every day. Yeah. And I feel like it's like an upward spiral. Like the more yes. you put in, the more you get out. And it, yeah. becomes, it becomes like, it's not a chore. Really your eight-step process. And the first time I heard it, I thought I would never do that. But now I do it every day. That's amazing. And it doesn't so, take that long. It doesn't take that long. No. It and you have to brush your teeth for two minutes anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, one more question. Xylitol. Some yeah, that's a really people interesting say it's one. good, and then some people say it, mm-hmm. no. Well, the studies, um, I think I wrote about this in Renegade Beauty, um, mm-hmm. but if not, there's another great website called, um, I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but it's Ramil <laughs> Nagel's site, and it's oh, yes. How to Heal. Yes, I have. Tuesday okay. You'll find it. Yes, perfect. Yeah. So, lo- yeah, love his book. And he goes so deep into diet, which is yeah. great. And I like yours that. better, but <laughs> <laughs> I like, could it, I mean, his is really dense, but yeah, but what is very readable, but yeah, they're both good. But. Well, I found what, but what, what I found was uh, what I could answer further in my book is that 
how to, like, so he's got it going on with like food and everything and the mm-hmm. biology, but I found there wasn't the, like, but what do we do every day? What do we do? Like, how do we brush them? Although I really feel yeah. like hopefully we can get diet strong enough that like, cause I don't think on one level we weren't born designed to like have to brush our teeth because I don't think that was in the original plan and so really when you have that lymphatic system going I call it the invisible toothbrush because it's Mm. also helping to clean your teeth and Mm. it's kind of sometimes when we get imbalanced uh and diet and different foods that we're kind of creating more plaque or if our calcium is off in our blood serum levels that can create more plaque too and we so have to talk about stress too. That's probably and stress. You know. Oh my God, that's major, right? Cortisol yeah. pumping into the bloodstream and all of that. So I really yeah. wanted to address like the care of the teeth. And wait, nice. what were we saying? There's certain minerals that are just very cavity preventative too. That, yeah, you know, but you think xylitol? Oh I yeah, xylitol. That's what I meant. So you're if saying it, in the book it's not necessarily It's not the best. good. He so on his site if you look up his name and xylitol you'll get a really yep. good explanation and what he uh, saw was that the studies were funded by whatever the xylitol board is or you know what I mean that whole thing. Right. And really it didn't show to be effective that in any way for cavities. And then there's other issues with the alcohol sugars is what they are like the xylitol uh-huh. and the sorbitol where they actually c- create leaky gut. Uh-oh. Yeah. And they can Uh-oh. even create like a blood brain barrier situation. Uh-oh. Yeah. So they're not. Oh, that's true. Not... There's a company in Canada called Nelson Naturals. Have you heard mm-hmm. of them? So I really like the taste of, you know, they use essential oils, but they do have xylitol. Yeah. Theirs. That's going to make it taste better too. Right. right. I'm like, oh, it's, it's so yummy. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if it's going to cause gut, you know. Yeah. And so that also makes me suspicious <laughs> about how it's going to work with our epithelium. Right. You know, if it is disturbing to the gut lining. What toothpaste do you recommend? Do you have a toothpaste? In the of course, make toothpaste, yeah. Awesome. So if you don't, I have in my, in both books, there's toothpaste recipes because you can, I mean, just literally again yeah. though, baking soda, a drop of peppermint or baking soda combined with olive oil. And again, your awesome. leaps and bounds ahead of anything commercial. And yes, awesome. of course we make, I think about three different toothpaste, four different toothpaste. We have I'm going to have to start teaching some classes. I'm going to be doing a number yeah. on my visa card on your site. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's going to be like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> It is like a candy store. Now that I know you're Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) It's a candy store without xylitol or sugar. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. It's the best, healthiest candy store in the world. Yeah. I just kept thinking, oh gosh, it's a California company. The exchange rate and across the border is going to be so expensive. So I'm very happy that it's based in Canada. Um, Last question. Um, In the eight-step procedure, you have flossing after brushing. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Because traditionally we've been taught to first floss to get everything up and then brush it off. I know. I, and there, you can find both advice quite legitimately everywhere. Okay. And I feel like you want to just brush away some of the stuff first, you know, just get that first layer of stuff out of your mouth. Okay. And then you're flossing and then you're not driving more up into the gum. Oh, I see. You know, and then I yeah. also recommend to floss twice. Okay. Because yes. oh. on that second flossing, you will be like, I can see why I'm flossing twice. Is that in the yeah. eight steps? It is. Uh oh. It's, it's just oh my like gosh. a little. It's okay. Now you have One something time. to look forward to. Yes. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so this is what I do. And look, it's all, it's a little bit sort of because it gets water on it sometimes because I just like. Oh, it up. So step one, the salt roots. So a little swish, swish, swish. Mm-hmm. Step two, scraping the tongue. Step three, brushing the gums. We like this one. Step four, polishing the teeth. And I like how you, you do recommend, like you're not 
complete you're not saying oh use sticks to you know it's not completely natural you're saying yeah. that you know a rechargeable electric toothbrush is yeah you know good. i was that was a thing because it's like do we need that that kind of thing but i really there was a really great rhythm to using the manual toothbrush um where you can really focus on the gums and you're just gum down so you're just and you're any toothbrush you should just be again going one direction one direction that's like stimulating the gums it's sort of massaging them especially if you get those botanicals on there that are very healing to the gums yeah and then with the polishing which is with the electric you're almost like you're buffing a floor yes and you're getting that I even say on a dry brush, always soft brush. So always, even if you're a big tough guy and you work out yeah. in the gym, soft <laughs> bristles. <laughs> okay. Okay, Everybody soft because they're too okay. harsh otherwise. And then you're polishing the teeth and you're not really, you know, focusing too much on the gum line at that point. It's really about getting that shine, getting yeah. that plaque erased. Okay. Awesome. And it doesn't and then, have to be a yeah. fancy one. Just, I love the round headed. Cause that's because yeah. then you've also got two shapes, like from the manual and the other one, and then the round yeah. heads are so good at getting behind the front teeth. Yes, and if people are using essential oils, like I found in my experience, like peppermint mm. can be quite intense. Yes, well, so also dilution, right? Yeah, and there's so many not real essential oils out there, right. or they're I like, use DoTerra or Sage. From yeah, I would want it, you just check the lab reports and check because there have some have come back with like additives in them. That's why oh. we also we put up the lab reports on all the oils so that you can really Jeez. see because there's awesome. it's a very big market and th- yeah. things because really there are, there is always historically been this aromatherapy use and the exquisite use of essential oils, but at the same time it, they're also a part of the food and flavor industry. For perfumery and flavoring Tropicana and menthol cigarettes and liqueurs and candies. And so a lot of activity goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got roped into the the multi-level marketing for doTERRA, but I had to stop. I mean, I'm sure doTERRA is great, but it, that was my thing. It was American. So everything was so expensive. Mm, Yeah. That can, it can add up. So what you want to do is, yeah, generally you're working with dilution. There's definitely like oregano and cinnamon and clove, and you want to make sure it's real cinnamon. Um, Those you never use undiluted. And then it depends on the quality of the essential oil or how sensitive you are. But usually Mm -hmm. you can use one drop of peppermint if it's a genuine authentic oil. And um, you can add that to your little baking soda. Oh, a really neat tip is to take, um, like a 3% hydrogen peroxide and you, you, uh, put it into some baking soda, like just micro amounts and there's yeah. no measurements. It's just something I do. Then you let it like air dry a okay. bit, like just put it in a little jar and let the air dry. So then the and water is this special baking soda or can it be arm and hammer? It can be anything. So there's a rumor about aluminum baking soda, but it's baking powder that can have aluminum. Oh, okay. Most baking soda, even Arm & Hammer, has tested to be just fine. Awesome. That's good. To yeah. Know. Personally, I like to support maybe a smaller brand. Yeah. You know, like a, the health food store, Frontier or something, or Bob's right. Red Mill or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and so you let that air dry, and then you have this sort of baking soda-infused hydrogen peroxide thing. Mm-hmm. And that's really fun. And you add a drop of peppermint to that, maybe a little drop of some coconut oil. So you got like a nice... And this is your toothpaste. That's kind of like the recipe I have in my book, but the hydrogen peroxide thing is actually like a newer thing I've been doing. Yeah. And it's not in the book. So that's just like okay. a little tip. To you. give you a little extra whitening. Yeah. And then the hydrogen peroxide, you just want to use sporadically and sometimes like maybe once or twice a month because it can get, it can be a bit astringent on the gums. 
Right. And the purpose is whitening. It's not bacterial. No, it, oh, yeah. Like but bacterial, because again, there's like, it seems what's interesting. So antibiotics are sort of these indiscriminate assassins that just mm-hmm. clear like it all. But now we're like, oh, wait, we needed the good bacteria too. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at with our understanding of antibiotic resistance. But through understanding yeah. antibiotic resistance, because scientists and research understand that this is a crisis. Um, so there's been a lot of research about the microbiome and then the search for things that can help deal with the pathogens, but not disrupt the good bacteria. Right. And so they're looking for things called QSI, quorum sensing inhibitors. Ah, and yes. what they're finding is essential oils are that. So now so we're they having modern- the bad yeah, they, bacteria from communicating with each other. Exactly. And doing their gene expression situation and gaining traction. So then you're, nice. they're gaining and gaining. And so the essential oils through, again, we don't quite grasp all the plant intelligence or the whole intelligence of the universe, right? We don't know how it all came together. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're able to work Inhibit. in a friendly, friendly way with the good bacteria, tidy yeah. up the bad bacteria, bust yeah. through biofilms. And so they're such, uh, they're so good for us at this time on the planet. And it's also helping us understand why these ingredients like frankincense, cinnamon, clove, tea tree, mm. cardamom have been used for centuries or I don't know, mm-hmm. centuries, but thousands of years. Thousands of Bible. years. Yeah. Frankincense, myrrh. Yeah. I think they, and they put uh, on Jesus's gums, they would put myrrh. I don't know that one, but that sounds good. He definitely had, he was definitely gifted the frankincense and myrrh, and he had his feet washed with spikenard. Oh, there we go. What's spikenard? (laughs) Uh, It's a beautiful root. And uh, Mary Magdalene's father had a spikenard grove. And back then, spikenard cost like as much as gold and frankincense and myrrh. And uh, so she had the, it's in an alabaster jar. And in the last dinner, when she went Mm -hmm. to wash his feet, it was with spikenard. And she moved her hair through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whole thing. So beautiful. So beautiful. Let's quickly finish the eight steps and then I'll let you go because I know you have to go. Uh, Checking the gum lines. This has been huge. What a life changer. Game changer. Um, Because even when I went to the dentist, they could never really get everything I found. I would always be able to feel a little bit of something. But now with this sulcus brush, I can actually just get away that that whatever that is, preformed plaque or something. And it's so satisfying to just rub your teeth along the gum line and have no nothing yeah. there other than a nice nice because, uh, tooth and it's that that plaque and then it becomes the harder the tartar and the calcus that then your gums are like well we can't we can't so attach to the to teeth recede, start, right. Right, yeah. you get the cowl necks instead of the turtle yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right right totally yeah. so that's a great great tip step five is great step six flossing put a little bit of some kind of essential oil. Yeah, and just the floss. essential oil. But yeah, that's also why we did design those botanical uh, dental serums, which nice. are just really potent and filled with like a diverse amount of botanicals to like Perfect. work with your microbiome. And because they're sourced in a, in a they're, because they're pure, you don't have to worry about them hurting your gums. No, well, not, purity doesn't always mean it's not going to, doesn't need to be diluted or anything. We actually do have a fat in there. So the Yogi one has neem, the, oh, the, nice. We have the happy gumdrops that has sea buckthorn oil and we have cool. the mint and myrrh. So there, there is a lubricant in there. Um, cool. Yeah. So you do have to dilute them sometimes. Awesome. For sure. That's good. That sounds like a good. But they're highly concentrated. Yeah. 
Cool. And then step seven, final rinse, swish a little bit more with maybe a bit of essential oil and sea salt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then is the extra gum care where you recommend flossing again? Because I only, I just not been doing twice. No, oh, maybe it did. I have other sort of steps that we wrote out and I always say twice, okay. maybe it didn't make in there. So maybe it didn't miss no it. Yeah. Maybe it can't be an extra book. care. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. When you do. <laughs> I've said it when, somewhere. Cause we also get emails. Do I have to floss twice? And I'm like, well, you don't have to. <laughs> But it's a recommendation. <laughs> yeah, because really on that second, if, if your second floss is like pristine and nothing else came out, then you maybe you don't need to. But in those beginning months where you're just starting out the eight steps, it probably you might need to for a few months. Okay, cool. So where where does the other floss go in? Like, so you're polishing the teeth. Just twice, like just do it and then do it again. Oh, I see. Back. Yeah, back. yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And, and for writing this amazing book. Um, it's really helping me and my yoga students to have far better gum health and uh, dental, dental health. And it's, it's really empowering to be able to take our, our power into our own hands and take care of our mouths. So thanks, Nadine. Thank you. You have just listened to the Urban Yogi Podcast with your host, Will Blunderfield. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and even YouTube for some special episodes. And catch our next episode next week for our 40th one. Can't believe it. So grateful to you guys. Namaste.
Liberates others. May the love. 